and welcome to another episode of the Digital Skills Series. My name is Olua Tosin Boye. On today's episode, I have with me Tosin Ajetsumobi. He's a freelance writer, and this is the second time he will be on this Digital Skills Series. The first time he was here, he talked about a virtual assistant and everything you need to know about how to become a virtual assistant. So if you are here to listen to that episode, please, when you're done listening to this particular episode, go ahead and listen to the episode on virtual assistant. So today it will go in depth into what it takes to be a freelance writer. So just as I like to do on every episode, whenever I bring guests to this podcast, allow them introduce themselves and tell us everything they want us, you, the listener, to know about them. So over to you, Tosin. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. All right. Uh, it's afternoon here. So um, we're, we're, whatever time you're listening to this, good day, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Uh, my name is Tosin Ajitmobi, and I'm a freelance content writer and virtual assistant. Um, I have um, a, an experience of over five years as a content writer and um, as uh, one year as a virtual assistant. Next month makes it one year um, that I became a virtual assistant. So, uh, and it's great to be here once again. This is my uh, second time of being on the podcast and it's good to be here once again. Thank you, Tosin, for having me around. You're welcome, Tosin. Thank you so much for coming. So if you had to um, explain what freelance writing is to a beginner, how will you explain it? All right, so to the first question, uh, freelance writing. If I'm going to describe and explain freelance writing to a beginner, I'll first of all start with freelancing. And what is freelancing? So freelancing is simply that uh, as a person, you can work for another person um, regardless of uh, the location, regardless of the time, regardless of you know physically meeting the person so you don't have to you can work for someone you can work for clients all right um compared i I would explain it the way you have a nine to five job if you have a nine to five job you are tied to your client you are tied to only one person one company that you are working for one uh client one project sometimes and that will mean that your salary is fixed already but for freelancing Uh, It's quite different. Um, You can get to work for people regardless of location, regardless of time, regardless of race and uh, deliver work for them and get paid for doing that. So freelance writing will now be, uh, you know, simply just, you know, if you're adding that to freelancing, of course, uh, freelance writing will now be when you work or write projects for people, for clients, uh, for companies. All right, and you get paid to do that. All right, so that is what freelance writing is simply. All right, to a beginner, if you want to know what freelance writing is, that is just the uh, simple explanation of it. You you write all right for clients, regardless of your location, regardless of your time, regardless of even your age and your experience and your uh, certificates. All right, so you can work for clients and get paid for the writing works that you deliver. Okay, Tosin, please tell us a bit of your story. How did you get into freelance writing and why did you choose freelance writing? Okay, this is a very interesting question. Uh, It's been a while I've thought about this or even talked about it. 
uh, it was quite an interesting journey. All right. So, of course, my freelance uh, writing journey started um, somewhere around 2017 or, uh, yeah, 2017, 2018. Um, I had a mentor. I had someone, you know, a senior uh, somewhere, um, uh, you know, a senior leader in church who I spoke to and, you know, we just discussed himself. Uh, he was this, had a discussion with myself and brother one time and um, just, we were just talking about a number of things, maybe what we'll do after, he was just asking and finding out what do we plan to do after uh, school, after academics, what's, what's next and everything. And we're just sharing some of our plans with him and he was the one that now uh, introduced us to freelancing, uh, just told us some things about it. Then, uh, of course, Google was still, you know, very much around and everything, but uh, there wasn't much information on freelancing then, all right? This was about around 2016, 2017, exactly, over five to six years ago. And so there wasn't uh, much information about what is freelancing, uh, you know, what is freelance writing, you know, uh, uh, so we, of course, he told us about the whole uh, thing, you know, just explained briefly to us how freelancing was. I remember when in a meeting, he, uh, we, he took us to a restaurant and just started explaining it to us and uh, didn't really push it. So uh, he wasn't really pushing it like that. Like um, it wasn't um, as if he was trying to compel us or you guys have to uh, be on this freelancing thing. You know, it's the only uh, you know, way to, to make progress and to even earn, you know, as a person. But uh, what he was able to do was just give us, as it were, a light, all right, and just make us understand that this is what freelancing is about. And because he was already involved in it, um, I think already, you had already spent, I'm not sure how many years, but maybe a, a good set of years, probably two or three, to be able to introduce us uh, to it and of course considered and told us to consider uh, doing that and you know the first uh, platform uh, that was the platform he was using at that time was Fiverr and um, he just showed us and told us how the platform works and of course myself and my brother and also I, I had another friend uh, who were, we were just concerned about okay this is nice all this thing you are saying is nice but what skill do I start with and usually he said that Either you are a writer or you are not a writer, you can go ahead and start with writing. Writing is quite basic, all right, for everyone, and it's something anyone can start. So, um, as a then, of course, my brother was already uh, an illustrator, is uh, what, what you call a, you know, a comic book colorist uh, for some of us who don't know a digital illustrator, but, you know, it's even quite different, but you can, I think that's a simple way people can understand. As a then, my brother was already, um, you know, mastering and crafting his own skill where it came to, um, you know, um, um, coloring uh, for comics and also drawing uh, comics for books and everything. And uh, as a then, I didn't even have any particular skill, but since uh, this senior, of, uh, senior person of mine said, uh, you can try writing, that was you know, when I said, okay, I think we can just start with the writing. And so um, he set up um, um, our gigs, helped us to set up our gigs, um, you know, ran us through some videos that were going to be helpful. You know, there was the, a particular video that someone was teaching how to learn freelance writing. And, you know, that was just it for me. So it wasn't as if I, you know, just started and said, um, oh, I like to write um, and I want to, you know, freelance write. It was just 
it, it first of all just came like the obvious thing to do and the only thing to do on the platform as of then so uh that that was how i got exposed uh to freelance writing i simply just uh, had a friend of mine who showed me the ropes who said oh this is what freelancing look, looks like and a platform where you can get clients and get paid is a platform such as fiverr so it was the, the, that was the first uh my first exposure and my first journey uh to freelance writing what are some of the skills in high demand freelance writing skills in high demand in 2022 okay awesome so to your next question um there are a number of niches all right uh, writing niches that are really in high demand and uh, it's been varying over the years some have been consistent and some have been uh, varying over the years but I, I think before i talk about the niches the high demand niches uh, writing niches um, for t in 2022 it will be good to first of all talk about the fact that there are a number of uh, free you know writing niches that one can um, get themselves involved in there are a number of um, types of writing all right uh, maybe i'll call them uh, types of writing that one can get involved in all right so one you have content writing that's where you get to write on books blogs that educates your audience about um, a number of things. There's also copywriting, that's simply writing for sales, writing for businesses. All right, this is a you know type of writing like that. There are a number of uh, them like that. CV writing is also a thing. You know you can uh, uh, apply for that. There's also grant writing. There's also script writing for people who uh, want uh, YouTube's all right to want to uh, share stuff on YouTube. They they are people who write their scripts. All right. There's also, of course, fiction writing, you know, non-fiction writing as well. Um, you know, fiction writing requires, of course, if you are one who writes poor prose, poetry, stories, uh, you know, novels, you know, uh, so you're under fiction writing. But however, if you're one who, who is interested more in ebooks, self-help ebooks, personal development, leadership ebooks, and all those kind of books, all right. Uh, you are under uh, what is called, of course, an ebook writer or non-fiction writing. All right, that's that's the kind of uh, uh, writing that is there. You people also call it ghost writing. This kind of writing, uh, you don't uh, take ownership rights. All right, you, uh, you, of course, and that's part of what clients pay for. You know, they pay for your ownership rights. It simply means that they take uh, full ownership of the book as if they were the ones that did that. So. Um, I think this um, maybe explained and helped someone just in case you are looking out to start, you know, some form of writing. I just thought to share some of these options uh, that you can get into. I, I think I'll share some of that um, in the further questions um, as, as I'm permitted. So now some of the high demand writing niche. Now we see a number of uh, 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 topics and niches in the writing world uh, being very frequent and very common. Uh, one of it is crypto or I would say Web3 or NFTs, just that whole umbrella. All right. We see that, of course, NFTs, Web3 between last year, uh, but, but, yeah, very well last year and into this year, uh, NFTs have become a, a, a global house or a, a major thing. So people are talking about it. People want to create communities. People want to create information. People want to jump in on this trend. And uh, if you are someone who is a writer, this is a very good niche 
to uh, want to you know go into all right because there's a lot of uh, profits that comes with it all right crypto nfts web3 you can simply you don't necessarily need to be uh, heavily involved with uh, you know what is done the trading all the process you just need to know uh, a good information about it to uh, you know position yourself as a writer who can talk about it and share knowledge about it so this is really in high demand of course another um, uh, niche that is in high demand is the health niche all right the health niche the medical niche especially uh, since the result of you know covid all right which of course has wind down uh, over the years since 2020 but the health niche is still a big deal all right in the writing freelance writing uh, market all right people are still in need of health writers people are still in need of medical writers the the beautiful thing about this is that for people who are medical writers and already have experience with you know uh, uh, medicine you know studying medicine in universities they can actually uh, leverage on this leverage on their experience and be simply easily become writers in that niche for people who are health writers uh, you don't need to have studied uh, uh, you know, some professional exams or something like that. But you, as a health writer, if you want to, of course, position yourself as a health writer, you need to be one who is, of course, very involved with research, all right? You can do a lot of research. And of course, if that is something that piques your interest, uh, you can also even take more professional uh, or more courses where health is concerned. So health is another niche that people can go into. Another one, uh, you know, people can go into that is in high demand is tech, tech writing, right? You can also call that technology writing. Of course, we notice how that everyone is talking about tech, right? And uh, while that, for, for people, some people feel that's a bad thing, uh, others, you know, are okay with it and believe it's a good thing. And um, there are now more companies and more uh, uh, industries that want to create communities and create uh, 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 an initiative, initiatives where they can be able to lecture and teach people on how to get into tech. You, you see flyers, communities, sessions all around where people want to get into tech, want to transition from uh, maybe what they were studying in their schools to uh, tech, all right? These are people, uh, these are places where you can actually get to help and be very, very uh, profitable uh, uh, in. Um, I think I, I've mentioned two or three already, so I'll just mention two more, which will make it five. So I said number one, of course, the crypto, the Web3 and the NFT all together, that's number one. Number two, the health niche. Number three, the technology niche. Uh, and number four would be uh, technical writing. I noticed that, of course, um, over the time, people have been running away from technical writing, which has, to a degree, made uh, a lot of people in high demand, all right, in, in high need of, you know, technical writers, especially people who have assignments, who have projects that uh, they, they would need work on, that they will need help on. Some people might decide to just outsource and allow you know, professional technical writers to do it hands-on. Uh, other people would just want uh, their eyes and the expertise of technical writers to just uh, proofread and properly edit what they have written. But there, you know, there's been a, uh, that high demand of technical writers. Uh, the final one is what is called SaaS, you know, software as a service, S-A-A-S. And these are products that 
just as the name implies, software as a service is uh, their products that offer services uh, to people, all right, as a software. So uh, there, are, uh, there are tons of services that you can think of. If you are in freelance writing, as a freelance writing, there are uh, several services that you notice that you've been using over time, products that help to serve and make your writing better and also make you know a lot of things better for you. Uh, one one common one can be Grammarly, all right, which is a software service that um, helps you, all right, just helps you to you know work on things. And there are a number of softwares that are on the rise that people need writers uh, to be able to educate their audience on. So that's why this um, SaaS uh, niche is very is in high demand. Is because that's why you notice that you see SaaS B two B uh, corporate copywriters, SaaS copywriters uh, are like that, and it's because there are a number of uh, uh, sites, there are a number of uh, platforms that are offering services or, uh, to their audience, and they need people who can be able to write in words and put together words that compel the right kind of their audience to be a part of this. So this is uh, one uh, niche that you should not uh, joke with. All right. So I'll take that again. The high, the niches that are in high demand again. Number one. Uh, NFTs, Web3, Crypto, you know, that's all number one. Number two, I said health niche. Number three, uh, technical, uh, technology writing, rather. Uh, number four, technical uh, writing, of course. And number five is SaaS uh, niche. So saying this is a question that many beginners always ask people who have been in the game for quite a while. And I also want to ask you, how do you get jobs? okay how do i get jobs um there are a number of ways i get jobs um i currently have i'm currently on upwork all right i have a an account with upwork a freelancing platform of course i, I was sharing in my story about fiverr which is a freelance platform and um, you know there's also upwork all right um, there's also freelancer.com all right and of course there are tons of other uh, sites freelance uh, platforms that people can actually leverage on all right uh, but i know that upwork and fiverr seem to be the the ones that are very very common and usually people will go there because of course they are common and they know that they can easily be able to leverage on other people who have been there and have made uh, good uh, profits and good um, income from those platforms all right so upwork i i get uh, jobs on upwork all right i also get jobs on LinkedIn all right I get jobs on LinkedIn um, I have uh, there was a client who I had on Fiverr that I um, it started you know I, I got him off the platform you know after we had of course had um, our, around two years working together and uh, I, I decided to work with him on Facebook he usually is consistent on Facebook so I started you know we started talking and usually he would just make payments that way so and also uh, there was a time of course due to uh, after you know working with him for quite a while he started to introduce me to some of his friends who reached out to me on facebook and so i know that there were three of them two of them rather you know this my client then two other of his friends who also needed books that they they wanted to work on so uh that's how i've been getting jobs linkedin upwork uh uh, uh and of course facebook all right and then also you know referrals all right based on the works that I do for people on these platforms, all right, I, I get referrals, you know, on my message, all right, and uh, that's usually the way I've been getting uh, jobs.
Okay, so what are the best platforms or what is the best platform a beginner can start with? Awesome. So if I'm going to talk about a beginner, the best, best platform a beginner can start with, I will first of all emphasize that every freelance writer, if you're just starting out, it is good that you have a portfolio, all right, or simply a sample, all right. It is good that you have at least a, a good uh, set of samples that you can use to apply for jobs, all right. Um, it's good enough that you can do that. There are uh, tons of you know places where, of course, I know the first question coming to your mind: um, How do I get samples? How do I get a portfolio? Uh, the thing is, I, I usually share that. I've been doing that a lot on LinkedIn, on my LinkedIn page, all right? Just sharing uh, uh, some tips and some resources uh, for content writers, uh, especially content writers who are just starting out. Uh, and one of the things I, I shared there was how that as a content writer, you don't, wait, you don't need to wait for clients before uh, you need a proof of work. One of the things clients, every client is looking for when they ask for your samples is they want to test your competence so there is not as if they are not particularly going to ask you uh which client is this that you worked for which client is this that you worked for so what that means is that you don't need to wait for clients before you build a portfolio you can simply start by uh you know writing uh, uh for yourself you know it, it's is as simple as i i uh, coach uh, Olamde uh, uh, Allah would say that you know you are you in building a portfolio, um, hire yourself, become your first client, all right, and that will mean that you um, you know you look at yourself in the mirror and say that if I am my client and I want to hire myself, what kind of job will I deliver? I'll take that again. You look at yourself, all right, and uh, uh, you look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that. If I'm a client and I want to hire myself for a job, what kind of work will I deliver? And if you are able to answer that question, all right, that will start to instruct and let you know that you can build a portfolio, all right, is a handful of portfolios that will be useful, all right, to be able to, of course, apply for jobs. Now, I'm sorry, I, I, I started with this introduction, but I just thought it would be useful for someone here. All right. So, of course, back to the question, what is the best platform a beginner can start with? Um, well, I can say um, Upwork is still a good uh, platform to start with as a beginner. All right. Uh, then there's also a platform I know is for content marketers and content writers. Uh, the, the platform, you know, came up recently. Um, I'm not talking about yesterday, like recently, but it's been around for a while. Contently, that's content, then ly.com. Uh, all right. It's a, it's a recent platform. And that platform is majorly for content uh, marketers and content writers. So that's a good platform because that um, helps to reduce the noise, as it were, of Upwork. All right. Because there are a number of writers on Upwork. And I know People are like, ah, is Upwork the, how can Upwork be a blessed platform for a beginner? It still is, all right, if you know what you are doing, all right, on the platform. And you can always learn um, how to be able to send your proposals and, and a number of things like that. Um, and, of course, like I said, 
um, 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 contently contently is a good platform that you can also start with then um, first I also believe that it's important especially as a, a, a writer if you're starting as a beginner it's important to that you learn to, how to network with other writers especially people who are more uh, experienced in the field because um, the thing is writers would usually have experienced writers we usually need uh, the help of writers uh, 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 they'll need they usually need to outsource to writers uh, for writing projects that they may not be able to just handle by themselves so if you are strategically connecting and networking with experienced writers um, and they get they have an idea of what your work looks like they would send a, a message and you know offer you that okay um, I'm looking for a writer you know can you send me can you work on this and this and it won't be hard for you to start uh, getting a job so again I'll say that you know if you are getting a job if you want to get a job as a beginner it's good that you learn to leverage on uh, uh, networks or right, relationships with other experienced writers getting jobs as a beginner can be very difficult did you also experience this difficulty when you started and how were you able to scale through yeah all right good so i i know i talked about this a bit in um, the last question but let me uh, go over it of um, you know how to get jobs as a beginner now first of all did i experience difficulty yes i did of course um, then even you know even when i started writing was still uh, very very quite saturated all right and imagine if i said then when i started which was 2017 uh, 2016, 2017, uh, it was saturated. Imagine what it is now, all right, as a content writer. And if you are just going to start as a beginner, uh, as a writer, don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged that, ah, there are a number of people, there are many writers. You know, the reason why I shared some of the uh, niches of writing and also the, the types of writing that are available, types of freelance writing that are available is because there are still as much as there are a lot of writers there are still a lot of niches and a lot of uh, 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 fields that need more writers do you, do, you, do you get that so that is why you know you shouldn't even give up as a as a as a um, as a beginner writer and everything and i know like it's again it's true that getting jobs can be difficult especially when you're a beginner but the thing about freelancing generally is that getting a client is usually the hardest all right is, is usually going to take a while it's, it can usually be very difficult especially as a content writer but when you get the first client it usually opens up you know for the rest the 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 other uh clients other people start to just pour in all right so almost, you even get to a point that you are looking back and you're like wait i thought i was I was it I found it hard getting clients all right so um, it's not it's going to be difficult at first but you need to be resolute and as a writer one of the things that will stand you out that I would advise you to do that will stand you out all right in being uh, yeah in be, you know you know standing out from the crowd as a writer is that you make sure make sure you are really excellent in your work right be excellent with what you do be excellent with your writing uh the way to write is to write all right keep practicing keep practicing write 
and also learn and also write again keep writing all right and uh, of course follow people just some of the things that i said leverage on communities leverage on uh networks people who you know have gone in the head uh, ahead of the game uh, before you and tell them that okay please i'd like you to uh can you go through my work and give a feedback i'd like to know your thoughts on this and let them make corrections and when they make corrections take to those corrections and get better again all right and keep practicing your writing so i know that one of the things if you ask any writer who started one of the things that stood them out was that they were really good at their work and when you are really good at your work as a writer it gets the attention of your clients because clients know that there are a lot of writers and they are looking for not just any kind of writers but excellent writers and what will happen when they find excellent writers like yourself they would most likely retain you right they will most likely keep hiring you for future jobs some people uh, get the opportunity to even be on the staff on the team of companies and industries when they even eventually just do a first trial or a first article or a first blog for them so that happens to everyone all right it's difficult it's hard but you need to be persistent you need to uh, keep on keeping on just don't quit on it don't quit on it when you write and uh, a client or someone gives a feedback that your writing is not good enough all right that shouldn't stop you from writing if you really are interested in writing and if you really uh, are interested in just you know becoming independent through freelancing you can uh, you should keep on you should keep at it so that's basically it for me i've experienced difficulties all right i'm just like you but i've over time even uh, uh, till now there are still some difficulties i go through maybe not the one you will go through as a beginner all right but uh there are a number of difficulties that uh, everyone will still go through but regardless of all those difficulties you should still persist one of the difficulties uh i can say that uh usually uh freelancers especially you know freelance writers that we'll go through is that there are some clients who may have this bias of working with nigerians based on the fact maybe because they've had uh heard stories of scams or right, scams operations and they will just think that oh you are going to scam them and everything and so they'll just prefer not working with you others would uh usually sometimes say that they would like to work with females all right uh another one would could also be that uh they might want to offer low very low paying jobs right which is what i would probably discuss about maybe uh later in this interview some will say that you know they will just want to pay you a very low income and uh you know that that's not really your worth but you still go ahead of that uh, you still go ahead and take the job and everything so um there are a number of difficulties you go through but eventually if you can persist and pull through pull through you eventually realize that there are benefits all right to being committed and excellent at your work what are the mistakes a beginner should avoid when starting freelance writing? All right, thank you so much, Tosin. I'm particularly excited about this question because uh, it's not just enough to know the successes of a content writer. It's also good to learn and know what are some of the mistakes, all right, a beginner should avoid. And uh, one of the, you know, there are a number of uh, uh, mistakes I would let you know, but I, I can still tell you that first of all as a content writer as a beginner you will make your own mistakes <laughs> it may not be the, uh, uh, the as equal to someone else but you will make your mistakes so uh, when you make your mistakes don't uh, beat yourself up too much right but just what you should do is just learn from it so that you can be better and um, 
you know be you know be able to just scale high now one of the things i would say it would be a mistake for content writers is that uh you need to uh come to a point where you eventually choose your niche all right choose your field choose your expertise all right and now i know that i, I there was a post i made which uh, of course got some engagements all right on linkedin about how that telling a content writer to choose a niche is bad advice and looking at that you'll be like ah what does that mean because it almost means that it feels like i'm you know contradicting myself again but i explained in that uh, post that while it is good to tell a content writer a, a, a beginner a freelance writer uh, that choosing to, to choose a niche is also first important to let them explore uh, some of the many niches so that they can eventually narrow down to one which is what I will advise to you so as a content uh, a freelance writer is good when you are starting out you can explore a lot go use different niches you know write about different niches but make sure that in the journey of writing about different niches you are gradually exploring the niches that will be your strength because you will notice that as you get to write not every topic will be of interest to you or will be a, a, a topic that you have a strong uh, grasp of so um and that is why you should you know learn to actually settle and choose a niche all right as you go another thing that you want to uh, also learn to do as a as a as a as a freelancer you know mistake not to make all right is that don't set your rate too high i know this sounds contradictory but you want to you understand that you are uh, beginning you are starting so if you are going to start um, find out from your friends find out from colleagues what is a reasonable amount you should charge as a freelancer or right, as a freelance writer especially you that you are starting out and sometimes there are clients while there are clients that actually uh, pay low um, you know sometimes which could be unfortunate all right they usually pay low and they just uh, give you a whole lot of work without compensating you good uh, very well as a big uh, as a beginner writer um, there are some times that you could also be overcharging all right what you can do because don't forget this the idea as a freelance writer is to start small so that you can grow big start small so that you can grow big don't uh, don't start big all right don't start big you can you are not uh that's good you still need a lot of experience so what you can do is leverage on people who uh, they are, i know that there are some clients while there are clients who can be unreasonable there are some clients who will be willing to uh, uh give you that leverage and give you that experience because they know you are just starting out and you, you know you need that so look at look for those kind of people all right another thing again which is now you know similar to what i will say is that don't uh, don't take be wary of very i'll say be wary of ridiculously low paying jobs all right they are low paying jobs that you would accept maybe as a beginner writer just to leverage all right but don't ensure that they are not ridiculous they are not ridiculous you know that you know someone is you don't Someone should not be asking you to do free work as a freelance writer. That is not just to write. It's not just to write. So don't take uh, a yes for an answer that you do uh, free work. Now, it's a different thing if you want to volunteer so that you can gain experience and also have something on your CV and have you know your portfolio and sample in check. 
but don't just ensure that you are wary because people a number of people are out there to use writers unfortunately as in to just use writers without paying them it happens very well all right but you if you can learn this if you can just take note of all of these mistakes um don't um, um don't yeah you you if you can learn this you would really scale through a final mistake i'll i'll tell beginners all right to avoid is avoid just doing things on your own don't um be a don't go a, a solo mission you are a writer you need a community you need a a a, a, a collect a network of people who have experience because the thing about mentorship or the thing about uh, getting mentors, getting someone who is experienced is that you get to leverage on mistakes that they made in the past so that you don't repeat them. Do you understand that? So that's that's really important. Don't uh, go solo that, you know, I, I don't want anyone to know that I'm a writer. I want to just do it by myself and everything. No, there's a lot of ground you'll be able to cover when you ask and connect with the right people and ask the right questions concerning uh, freelance writing. So that's it on some of the mistakes. Like again, I said, you'll still make your mistakes, but um, I believe that when you are making some of those mistakes, for some of them that you maybe forget, you may come back to this podcast and check this out that, oh, I almost made this mistake. Uh, I don't want to make it again. So that's it. That's it. Okay. So who are the people you learn from? Who are your mentors? Hmm. Who are the people I learn from? Okay. So is it okay to say that, um, well, some of them are Nigerians, uh, but a lot of them are not Nigerians, all right? Because, of course, I just, I just really like to expand and uh, check out what other people are doing. And um, so, so I, I hope that is okay. All right, so there are a number of people I learned from, all right? Uh, first of all, I, I think it, it would be just, you know, great to, uh, you know, give my, you know, kudos and respect to uh, Coach Olamdi. All right. Uh, of course, Coach Olamide doesn't teach freelance writing, but uh, he teaches freelancing. And, uh, you know, working with him, you know, uh, at Gignet, uh, I've come to learn a lot of things, even that I would still have had issues with where it even came to uh, freelancing and even freelance writing. So, um, yeah, I learned from him. I still learn from him a lot. All right. Uh, also, um, there's there's a lady on uh, uh, um, there's a content marketer on LinkedIn. Also, she's also on Twitter. Uh, Rosemary Ego. Uh, she's a she's a content marketer. All right. And I learned from her a lot, especially when it comes to networking. She's a very good networker. She has a lot of clients and a lot of uh, you know friends, a community uh, of of different you know parts of the world. So I learned from her. She's um, on Twitter and she's also on LinkedIn. Then I learned from, uh, I'll say I, I've, I've taken some of uh, Shani's courses, uh, Shani Raja, all right? Um, there, are, there are a number of courses that he has um, uh, taken. Yeah, there, he has a number of courses that are on Udemy and also Coursera, all right? So I, I, I've taken the courses of, uh, uh, on media writing, all right? I've also, you know, uh, gone through uh, the, the flair, all right? The art of, the flair of writing. I, I know he has about three courses. All right, so I, I just remember too. So Shani Raja is one I also learned from because uh, his mode of teaching is very, very beautiful. All right, and uh, some people on Twitter I also learned from David Perel. David Perel shares uh, uh, Twitter threads on uh, on writing, how to become a better writer, how to become a better note taker. All right, and it applies to anyone if you're a beginner, if you're an expert. I also learned from Julian Shapiro. All right, I also learned from Charles Miller. Charles Miller's uh, handle on Twitter uh, is writing to riches. 
um, I believe. Um, then also uh, Dakota Robertson. All right. So these are people I learned from. All right. There are lots of them. The list is really, really long. But uh, these are some of the people I also learned from. Justin Welsh is also uh, someone on Twitter and uh, LinkedIn. All right. That uh, writes really well. All right. Writes so well. And um, um, people, these are people I really learn from um, and, you know, follow up with. Yeah. Do you think freelance writing is a long-term career path? Yes. <laughs> uh, a big yes. A big yes. Yes, freelance writing uh, seems to be a long-term career path for me. Um, it's something I did not particularly maybe just enjoy. Probably I, I know that. I started out really just oh I, I want to earn something and so free I started out with freelance writing but uh, over time I've come to really enjoy it it's something that you know I I believe I've I've loved and you know still love a lot right and uh, I know that it's definitely a uh, a long term career path it's something that I want to uh, you know or you know do a lot of and also even uh, I I'm also tending to uh, or looking forward to also exploring other. Uh, writing types. I currently do content writing, uh, writing for blogs and books especially. Uh, but I, I would love to try other types of writing, you know, sometime in the future. Uh, I'm not sure yet, but um, I, I, I feel I would want to do that. So definitely, um, freelance writing is a, is a long-term career path for me. Thank you so much for coming on this episode of the Digital Skill Series. Thank you so much, Tosi. I really appreciate it. So what are your final words to the person listening to you right now? Yeah, final words. Okay, so um, there's a lot I've shared on today's podcast, um, and I just want to encourage you again. If you've listened to this, and of course, I'm sure uh, probably you've been, you know, wild and also inspired as a beginner, and you are looking forward to start today. First of all, understand, and I, I would maybe say that uh, statement I made a few minutes ago of um, you know, start uh, small then grow big start small then grow big don't um you know push yourself don't um don't feel that uh, as you are starting now after listening to this podcast you are going to start earning uh you know you are going to start earning from freelance writing tomorrow when you start no no it's going to take time so uh give yourself um you know be patient with yourself all right and also ensure that you are persistent all right be persistent persistent would mean that you know against all odds and against all of the, the the bias and the limitations that are stacked up against you the stigma the bias everything right do not let that deter you there are a number of writers who are still you know who still make and are still earning a lot all right from their freelance writing and it's doing you know it's a lot for them and i, I would like to encourage you that you are not uh, different all right you are not uh, you are not different uh, from from someone who can also earn just like they can. So uh, focus on what you are doing. All right, focus on the niche that you want to do. Build your portfolio. Connect with people, and eventually you would have people hiring you. Uh, of course, as a beginner, you would actually be writing for rates that you may not be very comfortable with. You would love to uh, get rates that are higher. All right, uh, but you can you can always. Uh, trust eventually if you keep at it you would find out that you can be paid higher sometimes one of the things that content writers have to deal with as in their beginning phases is actually esteem self-esteem uh, because of ex uh, especially because of how uh, people or clients 
you know pay them so when clients pay uh, uh content writers uh it usually feels like clients are sometimes some clients pay them like they are doing them a favor instead of actually paying them for the good work that they did so uh and the way uh content writers also project themselves they also project themselves as desperate understand this clients smell desperation all right and they can leverage on that and play with that to take advantage of you as a freelance writer so don't give into desperation all right and also understand again start small so that you can go big it is possible to earn uh, a lot of money from freelance writing all right depending on the niche that you are doing all right there are people who earn a lot all right uh you can for as a content writer you can earn as low as ten dollars to maybe hundred dollars for a work that you are doing to as high as two thousand three thousand five thousand even ten thousand dollars on a regular basis for uh, uh for a good work that you are doing so don't uh, feel that it's impossible it is not impossible you just have to try you have to be willing to try be willing to fail and be willing to try again because eventually uh when you do all of that you eventually see that uh it was worth the journey and it's something you would love to keep progressing so that would be all thank you so much uh tosin for having me on your podcast i'm um, i'm glad to be here once again thank you this episode has been really really inspiring and i've learned a lot from it i'm sure that you listening to me you've also learned a lot so thank you so much for coming on this episode of the book podcast once again for the second time, thank you so much to seeing Ajit Sumobi. Don't forget, if you're listening, don't forget to go and listen to the episode on virtual assistants. And don't also forget to follow me on Twitter at I am underscore Olua You can also follow the my guests on Twitter at um, Tosin Ajit Sumobi. And also please connect with us on LinkedIn. Mine is Olua Boye and that of my guest is Tosin Ajit Sumobi. Thank you to the next episode of the Digital Skills Series. Bye.